Welcome to the Locked On Steelers podcast. I am your host, Tony Serino, and this is your daily dose of all things Steelers. Today on the show, Matt Williamson of Steeler Nation Radio will join me to preview this Sunday's game between the Steelers and Chargers, a big one. This is the start of those five-star matchups we've been talking about uh, for the past couple weeks, so glad to have him on today to preview that game. We'll also talk about Thursday's practice report for the Steelers, a much better practice report on Thursday than it was on Wednesday, some players moving in the right direction, so we'll talk about all of that today. Welcome to the show. I am your host, Tony Serino. You can find more of this podcast by going to iTunes, Stitcher, Google Podcasts, wherever you find podcasts. Search Locked On Steelers. Hit that subscribe button to get your daily dose. You can follow me on Twitter at Steeler Country. You can find us on Facebook. Search Locked On Steelers. Hit that subscribe button. Or excuse me, hit the like button. Or uh, you can join the Facebook group. And you can now find us on Instagram at Locked On Steelers. And let's start today with Thursday's practice report for the Pittsburgh Steelers. A much better practice from an injury perspective for the Steelers than Wednesday. Remember, Wednesday you had a bunch of guys sitting out. Thursday, a lot of those guys moving in the right direction. So let's go over it. Safety Morgan Burnett still out of practice with a back injury. That's a real problem for the Steelers because I'm not so worried about it in this game against the Chargers. Although I think he could be a real asset in this game. But really, what you have to worry about with Burnett is that once he gets on that list, it's hard for him to come off of it. And the Steelers have the Patriots in two weeks. Rob Gronkowski... Was Morgan Burnett was brought in not not solely to to cover a guy like Rob Gronkowski, but Morgan Burnett covering Rob Gronkowski is the matchup that the Steelers want in that football game. Uh, and so if he's going to be hurt in that one, the Steelers are going to have a problem there. They're going to figure out another way uh, to to shut down Rob Gronkowski. Last year it was Sean Davis. If they're going to try and put Terrell Edmonds on him this year, it's going to be a problem. Uh, so the hope has to be that Morgan Burnett, while he probably won't play against the Chargers, at least come back next week be limited, maybe even play against the Raiders so that he can be good enough to go against New England because that's the matchup where he's going to matter. Ramon Foster and B.J. Finney both had the day off. Foster as a day off for him from the coaches, and then Finney had the day off for a personal issue. Marcus Gilbert also not practicing again with that knee injury. He's been out uh, for about a month now, over a month even. Uh, he's it's a, it's a tough knee injury for Gilbert. We'll, we'll see if we get him back at any point this year, but not going to be this week against the Chargers. Limited in practice, Bud Dupree, who has that pectoral injury. Remember, he didn't practice on Wednesday, so moving in the right direction for him. You like to see that. Going to need him in this game. Don't want to go... Look, I, I'm a big fan of Oladini. I want to see him in this lineup, but I don't want to have to see Oladini because the Steelers are without one of their pass rushers, especially one of their starting pass rushers. Bud Dupree and T.J. Watt have been very good this year. And Bud Dupree, give him a bunch of credit this year. He's not getting a bunch of sacks, but he's getting much more pressure on the quarterback. He's drawing holding calls with his speed rush. He's been better in 2018. There's no doubt about it. So glad to see him moving in the right direction. Again, even if he does miss this game, and I think at this point you got to say it's 50-50, maybe even 60-40 that he plays. But even if he were to miss this one, it would be very likely then that he could play against the Raiders a week from now. And then returning to practice in a full capacity on Thursday, Stephon Tewitt with that elbow injury, he's a full participant, which means he's very likely to go, and that's a huge get for that defensive line. I think, you know, Alu-Alu, LT Walton, they're fine, although they've, they've played poorly over the past couple weeks. They need to it back. And like Chris and I talked about yesterday on that podcast, that interior pass rush is so important in these big games against high-powered offenses. He can be a guy along with Cam Hayward and Javon Hargrave who can provide some of that interior rush against Phillip Rivers. going to be a key to winning this game. Xavier Grimble, full participant again. Uh, he suffered a concussion or maybe was in the concussion protocol coming out of that game against 
the Denver Broncos. Vance McDonald, how about this? Vance McDonald didn't practice yesterday. A lot of worry that here we go again with Vance McDonald being out for a considerable amount of time. Not so fast, my friend. Vance McDonald, a full participant in practice on Thursday. I'll tell you what, it's it's a huge win for the Steelers because Vance McDonald has been great this year, but he's going to be important to this game, not necessarily in the passing game, but you're going to see him as a blocker, you know, out there uh, chipping guys like Joey Bosa, chipping guys like Melvin Ingram, just making sure that Ben Roethlisberger is kept upright in this one. So a, a huge deal, Vance McDonald being healthy in this one, and he'll be healthy going forward in all likelihood unless he suffers some sort of re-aggravation. But at this point, glad to see Vance McDonald be good to go. Pouncey and Roethlisberger had the day off on Wednesday. They were both back at practice on Thursday. So you got a lot of guys moving in the right direction. Dupree moving in the right direction. To it, going to play now. Vance McDonald very likely to play. I uh, still like to see Morgan Burnett improve, but you know if Burnett's the only new guy on this on this injury list so far, I think the Steelers are in a, a pretty good spot given where, given how poor uh, Wednesday's practice looked. Hey, before we get to Matt Williamson, want to let you guys know about my bookie. You know, just as important as who you're betting on is who you're betting with, and that's why this season my bookie is your best bet. They've been in business for years. They have great reviews online. Their mobile site, it's the easiest, man. I use them every week. Uh, this week, I'm betting the over-under on that Steelers-Chargers game. 52 points. We talked about this all year, right? These games are played in the 30s. They're played in the 40s. These are two high-powered offenses. Yes, the Chargers defense is coming on with a better pass rush and Melvin Ingram and Joey Bosa. And the Steelers defense has looked good over the past month, and they haven't given up 30-point games, but they haven't played the Chargers yet. This is going to be a high-scoring game. Bet the over, over 52 in this one. They have my bookie has in-game live betting over-unders on fantasy points scored and the most rewarding player perks in the business. If you join now, my bookie will match your deposit dollar for dollar if you use the promo code locked on. And if you wait until after 7 p.m., they'll give you an additional $25 of free play if you use the promo code locked on25. So visit my bookie online today. That's my bookie, M-Y-B-O-O-K-I-E. Don't forget to use the promo code locked on when creating your account to claim up to $1,000 in free play. And if you're willing to hold out until after 7 p.m., you get that additional $25 of free play by using the promo code LOCKEDON25. You play, you win, you get paid. All right, let's bring in Matt Williamson of Steeler Nation Radio. You can find his work at ClaytonFootball.com or right here on the Locked On Podcast Network. He is the host of the Locked On NFL Podcast. Matt, welcome to Locked On Steelers. Absolutely. You can also find me on Steeler Nation Radio, and I am driving home from the facility as we speak. So just did finish my radio show down there, headed home, and to watch the uh, Thursday Nighter. Absolutely. Well, let's, let's talk Let's talk more Steelers then. Uh, I, sure. I, I want to I get your perspective on Sunday's game, uh, this past Sunday's game against the Denver Broncos. A lot of talk in Pittsburgh. Was this a fluky game? Is this a game Steeler fans should be worried about? Now, given the amount of turnovers in that game and, and some the nature of those turnovers, Xavier Grimble's fumble into the end zone on what looked like an easy scoring play, should Steeler fans be concerned about what they saw on Sunday, or is that just kind of a fluky performance? I mostly say it's a fluky performance, as was Denver's win the week before over the Chargers. I mean, in a way, not to take anything away from Denver, they're hard to play against, it's a hard place to play at. But both those teams sort of gave the Broncos a victory, which you don't see that often in this league. But I do think that there's three games this year. You know, everyone talks about the turnovers. Tony, I mean, really, they all happened in week one against the Browns and the past two weeks, you know, all on the road. And they're 1-1-1 in those games. And really, they played losing football 
in two of them, not the Bronco game. The Bronco game, they played very well. I mean, if they play like they did for much of the Jags game or that entire week one game, they'll get killed by the Chargers. If they play like they did against Denver, they'll be one of the best teams in the league minus those fluky plays. And, of course, I'm not a, you can't let them happen. I'm not excusing them away. But for the majority of the year, this team has protected the football really well except for three games. Yeah, it, it, it was such a strange game. You know, some of those, the way those turnovers happened. J- James Conner had a, had a fumble in that game where the ball didn't even get touched. He got his legs taken out from underneath him. What, what, yeah, he hasn't played well in the last two weeks. And I know he hasn't carried the ball as much as he had in the, in the prior month. Uh, but what, what's the deal with James Conner right now? Is, is it a confidence issue for him? He, he dropped that ball in Jacksonville. Could have been a game winner. And then he had a big turnover against the Broncos. Yeah, I, I wish I had an answer for you. Um, he has not gotten a heavy workload the past two weeks. And I thought the Steelers would be very run-centric in both those games, and they didn't choose to go that way. Is that an indication that they're losing a little faith in Connor? Is he wearing down? Are they worried about the ball security? Or is it fluky? I mean, because that Denver game, I want to say they had like close to 20 passing attempts in at the end of both halves. I mean, they were yeah. two-minute situations where you're not going to run no matter what. And how often in a game do you get to run your two-minute offense twice, you know? Yeah. So, and I very much believe if Grimble scores or if they hit Juju or Washington, well, then they would have turned to Connor. But, and, oh, by the way, they were moving the football extremely well doing what they were doing. So, I can't really fault them for why would you change what we're doing? We're throwing the ball all over these guys. Yeah, no, completely agree with you. Uh, so so changing so turning the, the Tony real quick though oh, yeah. I, I think this week will be, this week will be very telling in that regard yeah. because I absolutely think that the best way to challenge the, the Chargers is right up the middle you know they have linebacker and defensive tackle injuries that I think that's one of the biggest advantages Pittsburgh has and if they don't lean on Connor my spidey sense is going to tingle a little bit. Yeah, that's what I was just going to ask you. Do you feel like this is a game where Randy Feekner is running the offense through Connor? I mean, uh, you, you talked about uh, it feels like this might be a game where Tomlin, he likes to do this every once in a while, is proving, proving a point through the game plan, right? Proving a point that we still have faith in Connor, even though he hasn't played well. Going to come out, you know, heavy formations. Like you said, run the ball up the middle. You think that's, you think that's the way Feekner's uh, leaning in this game? I do. I also think the Steelers have a nice advantage by putting Switzer in the slot and – Juju going after Davis, their second corner. I mean, their slot corner, King's a good player. Uh, Hayward will absolutely travel with A.B., but I also think Juju's got a really favorable matchup there, too. But to answer your question, you know, in a nutshell, yes, I think this is a run-centric game, particularly up the middle. Gotcha. And then on the on the defensive side, no Melvin Gordon in this one. Melvin Gordon and, and their, their backup, Eckler, uh, they're their, what, the second and third leading receivers on, on this yeah. team. Um, feels like this might be an LJ Fort type of game, right? Bring in uh, the sub packages with Fort out there and have him maybe shut down. Eckler, are you worried at all about the Chargers and, and, and a guy like Eckler beating the Steelers uh, as a receiver out of the backfield? Uh, for sure. I mean, he's very dangerous. I, I also think the Steelers have an advantage up the middle on that side of the ball. Um, but I do, I think you're dead on with Fort. I mean, I think it's going to be lighter defensive uh, personnel. And if you get run on a little bit, so be it. But you want to slow down Rivers in that passing game as much as possible, and that goes hand in hand with Ekelar as a receiver too, for sure. 
Yeah, I mean, this is going to be a game, you know, Philip. the Steelers have done well in the secondary for the past month, and really that's been the story of that winning streak was not only the offense playing so well, but really the defense turning a corner from where they were in the beginning of the year. Are you a believer in the secondary and what we've seen so far? They haven't gotten beat down the field, no no real miscommunication over the past month, but they haven't played a guy like Phillip Rivers yet. Uh, it feels like this might be a wake-up call for that secondary. Yeah, I think it will be. I mean, I think it's an adequate secondary. Am I a believer? That might be a strong word. I think Edmonds is a work in progress. Davis has been good, but he's still learning the new position and how to see the field and attack the ball in the air. Hayden's very good, but you can see, you know, Sanders can beat him with speed. Um, And the second corner has been fine, but the key is that they aren't allowing a lot after the catch. They're tackling the ball very, very well not allowing big plays. Those are huge, and I think that should continue. But in this matchup, they really have a problem in terms of just size. I mean, their pass catchers are big. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, it could be. you're right. I mean, a guy like Cody Sensabaugh going out there with a uh, matchup. Who's he going to be matched up against? Uh, Tyrell Williams, probably. Um, it could be. My hunch is Hayden's going to follow Mike Williams in three oh, receiver packages. Yeah, just a little birdie's told me that's a possibility. Interesting. Probably – Probably very much on an island, too, like with no help. Wow. And, you know, we, we've seen Hayden get attacked down the field uh, the last couple weeks. Teams have certainly been trying to test Hayden down the field. you got to wonder if uh, River is certainly going to be uh, testing him down the field as well. Hey, I want to get you out of here talking about playoff seeding, where the Steelers are right now. This loss to the Broncos, you know, like you said, it was a little bit fluky, right? Maybe you don't need to worry about the the play on the field. But when you start looking at where this team is going to end up from a seeding perspective, did that loss to the Broncos, did it – did it eliminate this team from getting the bye week, you feel like? Most likely, and to be honest with you, I think this is going to be the first of two matchups between these teams at Heinz Field. I mean, I think this is probably the four-versus-five seed set up again. Really? Coming back here in a couple months. Yeah, which is, makes it fun. Um, yeah. It'll be tough to get to the bye for sure. It's possible. Beating New England will be absolutely imperative. But you look at Houston's schedule, it's so easy. Like Houston could easily just fall right into that second spot. Yeah, it's 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 going to be tough. I, I I really worry about the Steelers if they have to go to Foxborough. I mean, first of all, mm-hmm. having to start the run by playing the Chargers again, right? If you're if, if the Steelers run to the playoffs, it's have to be, yeah. I mean, if it's going to be Chargers, then in New England or in Arrowhead, and then you know, if you, even if you win that game, your the AFC Championship game is played, you know, again in Arrowhead or in Foxborough. It's just I don't know. It feels like it, it's too tough uh, for this team to to make that kind of a run. In the AFC, and then of course you'd be playing the Saints or whoever in the Super Bowl, uh, <laughs> right? I mean, it won't be easy, that's for sure. Yeah, no, no doubt about it. All right, Matt, thanks for coming on. Let people know where they can find your work. Yeah, I'm at Williams to NFL on Twitter. Give me a follow there. Definitely check on the Locked On NFL podcast. I'll be picking games on Friday. I'll give you my uh, Steeler pick of then. I had Mike Sando on today. That was a blast. And check out the whole Locked On Network. It's been good stuff. Yeah, thanks again. All right, man. Take care. All right, that'll do it for me today. Thank you all for listening. If you want to leave feedback, SteelerCountry at gmail.com is the email address. You can follow me on Twitter at SteelerCountry, and I'll be back on Monday to give my rapid reaction of Steelers Chargers right here on Locked on Steelers.